RadioInfluence.com. You're listening to Crush Performance, your weekly source for sport performance and athletic development information. Get the Crush blogs, podcasts, and performance links at crushperformance.com. Now, here he is, the Crusher. And welcome to Crush Performance, everybody. Today on the show, I want to talk to you about how you might go about helping yourself, your players, and your athletes become more coachable. So to start, here's an important question to ask yourself. If you're an athlete, are you coachable? If you're a coach, are your players coachable? And if you're a parent, is your child as an athlete or player coachable? What would you say? I'd be very interested to hear your response. Feel free to email me or message me on social media with your answer. You know, as I travel the world helping to build high-performance environments for organizations, teams, and individual athletes, This is one of the first questions we address. If it's a yes, we look at how to move it all forward. And it's very, very rare to get a true yes to this question. But if it's a no, we look at what we have to do to help make this all happen. Here's the problem. Very few people understand what it means to be coachable, leave alone how to make it happen. It's one of those funny things in sport. No one's really laid out a solid definition of what being coachable is. It's kind of like talent. If we were to ask 20 people to define talent, we would probably get numerous different answers, maybe even 20 different answers. And it's hard to develop something if we can't all agree on what it is in the first place. Now, to be clear, both of these concepts, being coachable and talent, I feel are moving targets. The definition can change as an athlete or player develops over time. And this makes sense because as players get more experience, grow and mature and advance in their level of play, their talents actually change, as does what it means to be coachable. So perhaps there are different definitions that we could attach to the various levels of development. We all go through them, some faster than others, some slower, but we all pass through the stages of development. It's a human thing, and there's very little variation from person to person. Yet, isn't it interesting? We can have such a wide range of skill levels, of learning and comprehension, that it sometimes makes my head spin. Where some athletes and players seem to get it, others struggle, even though there's no apparent reason for the difference, athlete to athlete or player to player. It's actually fascinating, and this is where it all starts. If you step back and really look at athlete and player development, no matter your sport or what level you compete at, there are fundamentals of development that if addressed properly can push your performance to new heights. And frankly, it's just not that complicated. So let's have a look. You know, it really doesn't matter if I'm working with an individual athlete, a team, or an entire organization, an organization that might have multiple teams at different stages of development. It all comes down to planning. Think of it as if you're planning a trip. What do you need? In order to plan a trip, there are a few crucial things you need in order to get the ball rolling. First, you need a destination, and there are some different options on this one. Some believe this should be shorter term in scope, uh, the next game or the next series. 
the next three months, six months, or year by year. Others feel it should be a long game. Where do you want to wind up at the end of everything? Where do you want this ship to go? Maybe it's a personal best if you're a recreational athlete. Maybe you want to beat your personal best at the next event. Or a Division I collegiate scholarship, making a national team and going for Olympic gold. Or maybe as a professional athlete, it's getting into a professional draft, becoming an MVP, or winding up in the Hall of Fame. Our good friend, mental performance coach Jim Fannin, shared a story on the show once about his first meetings with Frank Thomas. He was set up to work with Frank and getting to know Frank, he asked him, Frank, what are your goals? Without hesitation, Frank Thomas responded, Hall of Fame. Jim was kind of surprised. There was no hesitation. It was clear, it was concise, and you could feel that it was written in stone. And if you were to go online and listen to Frank's Hall of Fame induction speech, you still hear that clear and concise confidence that got him to the Hall of Fame. For me, I like the long game, the big dream. I like my athletes to imagine it, see it, and feel it. We get our athletes to clearly define their end game in great detail with absolutely no prompting from us. Straight from the mouths of babes, as they say. Initially, it has to come from the athlete. You can get valuable insights into the mindset of your athletes and players here if you let them do it themselves. Then, as a coach or parent, you can help them polish it up and make sense of it all. I personally like to get a very clear idea of an athlete's endgame right at the very start. Where do you want to end up on your trip? The funny thing is, most athletes are unsure or very vague when it comes to actually laying it out. It can be tough if you haven't done it before. So we get them to lay out the initial plan and then help them get out of the fog and bring things into a clear and colorful focus. This can be a game changer. But then things can get tricky because what's next? Once you have that destination, what else do you need to plan your trip? This, by the way, is exactly how we present it to our athletes, players, teams, and organizations. And it's right here at the what's next stage where most get stuck. The one thing that gets overlooked in athlete and player development planning is the starting point, where you're at right now. If you're planning a trip, yes, you need that destination. The clearer, the better. And from there, if you think you can just roll with it, shoot from the hip and see where you wind up, well, you have a long, hard road ahead of you. As important as your destination is, knowing and defining where you're at right now may be the most important part of the entire plan. And this is not as easy as it might seem. First, we're generally very poor at self-evaluation, understanding very clearly where you're at right now in relationship to where you want to go. Without external help here, it can be a very difficult task to accurately self-evaluate. Heck, it's even tough from the other side as a coach or scout or GM. As hard as we try, I feel we still have a long way to go here. Some do player comparisons like a combine or tryouts. Some look at a player's in-game competitive numbers, the level of play they're at, while others get right down to the analytics, 3D analysis, motion capture, and data, 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 all usable tools. But when it comes to becoming a more coachable athlete or player, these things are almost irrelevant. 
They all paint a picture of the past you and maybe where you're at right now, but none of it really accounts for how you got here in the first place and how you're going to move forward, which for me are two of the most important parts to understanding athlete and player development. I like to talk with scouts and recruiters, coaches and GMs. I'll get their opinion of where they feel a player is at. And for the most part, they'll consider the player's past record and current statistics when considering the value potential of a player or the future projected performance. They'll say, he's got a lot of talent, hitting this or scoring that, or she has a high ceiling, she excels here and dominates there. And the whole time I'm thinking, if we were to steal that athlete to our secret training center in the mountains for a month or two or three months, six months or a year, every single number and statistic they have on that player would be irrelevant. We would wipe it all right off the map. And that's the true power of athlete development when it's done properly. We literally change the athlete based on our goals and objectives to become a better player. How we do that can be guided by those numbers and stats, but these numbers only supply a very small piece of the athlete development puzzle. There are so many other things that need to be considered here, which is a conversation for another day. But at this point, we rely more on clearly defining where the athlete is at right now on their journey to their ultimate goal. Only then can we properly plan where he or she needs to go next on their journey. And that, people, is the critical skill for mastering player and athlete evaluation. So to start your trip to coachability as an athlete or player, you need a clear idea of where you want to go, your destination. That gives you direction. And that points your compass. Then we bury it, even forget it, because we need all of your attention focused on where you're at right now, which is step two. Where are you at right now? Clearly define this and get help if you need to. It is such a crucial step. Once you have it, you can now set up your shorter term objectives and stepping stones for moving towards your ultimate goal, whatever that might be. And here's a little secret. We never ask why. Never. I think in sport, it's pretty much a given. We know why you all are here. It may vary a little from player to player, but it really has no bearing on what we're trying to do or where we go next. Nope. The question we ask is, why not? And let me tell you, if you can nail this, you are on your way. If you clearly define why not, for instance, I'm running a 7 second 60 and I need to be a 6'8". Well, why aren't you a 6'8"? I want to throw harder. Well, why aren't you throwing harder? I want to jump higher. Why not? React quicker. Why not? Run farther, faster. Why not? Why not just might be the most important question we ask when it comes to athlete and player development. Once you have that why not, there is very little that can hold you back from realizing your true potential. If you know your destination, clear and concise. If you know where you're at right now, clear and concise. If you define your why not, clear and concise. Now we're talking. All you have to do is, well, get it done. This is how we start to make you more coachable. Your athletes and players more coachable. It all just comes down to proper planning. You have to have that plan. Keeping in mind that that plan can and will change as you grow, develop, and mature. Your plan will be in a constant state of flux. You know that old saying from Robert Burns, the best laid plans of mice and men often go awry? They do, 
and yours will. Truth be told, that is exactly what we're trying to accomplish with our athletes. Push them to the shift in their current state. And when that shift happens, we have to recalibrate the program and the training to accommodate the new needs of the athlete as they enter a new level of development or an entirely new pathway. Think of it like a detour on your trip. You're on your way and a flight gets canceled. You adjust. You get a flat tire. You adjust. You arrive early or you arrive late. You adjust. Here's the truth of the matter. When it comes to athlete and player development, it is very difficult to make meaningful adjustments without a plan. It's kind of like shooting in the dark. You can't pinpoint your landing mainly because without a plan, you really don't know where you're at in the first place. Now, a word of caution here. You don't want to overthink this stuff. Overthinking and overplanning can handicap you as much as maybe not even having a plan at all. This is why we let the athlete guide the process. Some athletes need a great level of detail. It's how they're most comfortable operating. Some just need a general guiding light to operate at an optimum level. And some keep it so simple that it can seem maddening. There might not even appear to be a plan at all, but that's how they operate at an optimum. And as a coach, changing the way an athlete operates can backfire on everyone involved. I've worked with each and every one of these types of athletes and every type in between. And here's what I can tell you. You will find each one of these types of athletes in every single sporting hall of fame that exists. The message here, there's no single way to do things. No general better way of doing things. In fact, there are so many different pathways to sporting greatness. I've given up trying to define them all. As a coach, what I've mastered is discovering how my athletes best operate. Some of them don't even know it themselves until we figure it out together. And then we work to help navigate their way based on the operating system that's best for them. I've seen teams and organizations and training centers hone in on one way of doing things. This is how we've always done it, or this is our way. Even with the best of intentions, this is a risky game to play. It reminds me of another one of my favorite quotes by Mark Twain. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Oh man, how many times is this the case in sport? I can't even begin. Think of the college programs that use the football strength and conditioning program for every single varsity sport. It's a disaster and I see it all the time. Or the archaic ways we evaluate and judge talent. Or today's hyper-focus on data and numbers, statistics and analytics. Or even the more is better approach to development that I believe is partly responsible for destroying more talent than it's creating. More games, more competition, more training, more, 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 more. And the list goes on. At the end of the day, you have to be the one to keep yourself safe. And that's important to know when it comes to being coachable. As an athlete or a player, as a coach, team, or organization working to create coachable players, or as a parent supporting their athletes or players' dreams, you have to know how to keep yourself safe. Even with the greatest of intentions, dangers lurk around every corner when it comes to athlete and player development. You have to ask questions and you have to understand the ebb and flow of athlete and player development is in a constant state of flux. So as an athlete, you need to be adaptable. You need to be resilient, hardy, and most of all, coachable.
So being coachable as an athlete is knowing what you're trying to accomplish both short-term, long-term, and in the moment, in a practice or a drill, or even in-game. Be very mindful here. It's understanding what you're physically capable of doing right now and maximizing those abilities. It's about understanding what you need to do in order to improve your performance, physically, mentally, and from a technical and tactical standpoint. You'll have plenty of guidance here from coaches and from your support group, but it's important that this is a collaboration. You can't just follow along mindlessly like sheep to a slaughter. As an athlete, you need to be an active part of the process and you need to protect yourself through the whole thing. From overtraining, from burnout, from injury and stress, you have a lot of power here. Never doubt that. As an athlete, that's what being adaptable, being resilient, hardy, and being coachable is all about. For the coaches, teams, and organizations, your role is to create the environment where it all happens. This is a massive responsibility. It takes time and planning and patience and, well, plenty of time. Unfortunately, overall, we get a failing grade here. Not because we don't do a great job right now with the players we have, but more because we don't play the long game of athlete and player development. We get tunnel visioned on the team we're coaching and the players we have right now with very little consideration of where they came from, where they're going, and to top it all off, we fail even worse on establishing where our players are really at right now. Remember, there are stages of development and we all play a very important role at every one of these stages. As coaches, as a team, as an organization, coachability is all about the long game and providing the very best environment at each stage of development for each individual athlete. This is a deep, deep topic with countless moving parts. It's a monstrous task that start to finish very few people truly understand. And this is why we fail so miserably here. The good news, we're slowly making progress. And finally, for the parents, you are a very important part of the performance team. Unconditional support, that's your ultimate role. And it is so important in this crazy sporting landscape. I'd say to you, protect your athletes and players like a lion or bear protects their cubs. Developmental sport has become a multi-billion dollar industry and there are dangers around every corner. Overscheduling, overcompeting, club teams, academies, travel teams, showcases. There are so many options out there and with the greatest of intentions, you want to provide every opportunity for your player or athlete. And on top of that, we just don't let our kids go out and play anymore. Everything is scheduled. So beware the warning signs of burnout, stress, and anxiety. I can't tell you the number of young athletes who are overscheduled and overtrained. I have seen 10 and 12 year old players who are competing and training more than we would ever allow our pro players. And those young players, they have school, jobs, other interests. And on top of that, young athletes need more rest and recovery than older athletes do. So parents, unconditional support, protection, and a little guidance to help your athlete and player navigate the crazy world of developmental sport, that's your role. And if you can help your players keep that fun factor, you'll be worth your weight in gold. Fun is what keeps players playing and drives them to get better. And when getting better is fun, well, then it's unstoppable. So athletes, coaches, teams, and organizations, and players, know your role. They're all important. And when planning your trip, know exactly where you want to go, like Frank Thomas in the Hall of Fame. 
Know exactly where you're at. Don't be afraid to get help here. This is a very difficult task. And be as detailed and concise as you need to be for your optimum development. Know your why nots. These supply the basis for program planning, the step-by-step -step execution of your journey. Keep in mind, this changes constantly as you grow, develop, and master your skills. Once all of this is in place, well, just go for it. And don't let anyone tell you how good you can't or won't be. And be very cautious of anyone who tells you how great you will be. The fact is, no one knows until you go through the process. And that process starts with planning your trip. So there you go. That's how we approach being coachable. As an athlete or player, as an organization, team or coach, or as a parent. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, send them my way. Email me at info at or message me on any of the social media platforms. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to have a coachable discussion every few weeks or so. I think it's that important. So let's commit to it. When you hear this theme music, the Crush Nolexin mix, you'll know that's a coachable episode. And when you hear the classic crush music, well, that's all the regular crush stuff. So keep an ear out for that. In the upcoming weeks, we're going to talk coaching and true player development with the head coach of the most successful high school baseball team in the United States. I don't care what sport you play or coach or what level you're at, there is so much to learn here, I can't wait. Then we're going to do a deep dive into talent and talent ID. Why are we so terrible at identifying talent, how it compels and limits athletic achievement, and why you should ignore it. Then we'll talk arm care for throwing athletes, tennis players and swimmers, any sport where shoulders are important, which is all of them, we're going to discuss strategies for injury prevention and performance. This will be a must-listen episode. And we're bringing back the crush war on sugar. Just when you thought things were getting better, boom, we uncover some alarming research that just might change the way you buy your food. Plus, if there's anything you want us to cover, just let me know. We're all about the team approach here. And if we don't have the answers, I can guarantee we know somebody who does and will get the answers. Because getting answers is a big part of the game when you want to think like an athlete. I'm Jeff Kershell. The Crush Performance Podcast is recorded in the Crush Studios. Our distribution partner is Radio Influence Digital Media. Website and educational material produced and directed by Debbie Kershell, Miss Crusher. Theme music, graphics, and video design by Nolexin Visual and Sound. This is season 18 of Crush Performance. To get the Crush archives and to subscribe to the show, go to jeffkershell.com and follow me on social media. Search out Crush Performance. And stay tuned for the launch of our video series coming soon on the Crush Performance YouTube channel. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll talk to you next time right here on Crush Performance.